This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. And you're listening to That's the Ticket. Today marks episode 155, so I'm, I'm going to endeavour to tell you uh, some worthy stories and maybe a bit more. Uh, long-time listener, local celebrity and uh, fashion icon uh, Cecilia Mooney, a.k.a. my mum is here, uh, to talk about her upcoming season of the Magic Power Shell. And uh, lucky for me, she's actually brought a cast member with her who... Um, Hopefully he's going to sail this ship. No, I'm kidding, Mum. Um, Jessica uh, Titchener is here as well, so kilda team. Kilda Mum. Kilda Hannah. Um, how are we doing today, team? Yeah, really good. Yeah? Yeah, really good. Glad to be here. Um, yeah, happy to host. A little bit, little bit kind of weary of um, having my mum on the show, but, you know. <laughs> no, no, no. I've, I've had you on before, eh? I think I've been on once. Yeah, I feel like you came on to talk about your drama classes. I think I did, yeah, some time ago. I was saying to Jess before we uh, went on air today, I'm like, <laughs> we haven't, like, talked for, like, a couple of years because yeah. I think last I haven't seen you since, like, the last Stories and More Short show, yeah. which was 2020. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm great that we're catching up, like, on air today. <laughs> Maybe a little bit less awkward. Yeah, yeah, no, but it's um, great to have you guys here. And I guess... A good place to start is the Magic Power Shell, which is set to be making a splash at the Meteor oh, Theatre. <laughs> Thank see you. See what you did there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everything's going swimmingly. Um, oh. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's making a splash at the Meteor Theatre next week. So it's running from the 27th to the 30th of September. You're probably the best person to ask, Mum. What is the show? Where is the show? I mean, I've already answered that. Like, how is the show feeling today? Okay. Well, you've obviously just said that the show's called The Magic Power Shell mm. and it's going to be staged at the Meteor. It's a show in one act. It's a show that's intended, targeted to children, mm. probably from age five upwards. And it's a really good entertainment for families. I think there's plenty in there for grown-ups to enjoy too. Mm. Um, do you want me to tell you a little bit about it or I mean, will you we can do, do that later? I mean, uh, you can do like a little bit, but nothing super spoilery. Sure. If that makes sense. Sure. Um, like leave listeners wanting more. Yeah. I guess we'd... S- describe it as almost like a quest Mm. um a journey undertaken by some characters who found themselves in an unexpected space Mm. um and i'll leave it at that okay (laughs) that that is really ambiguous um (laughs) some characters i guess looking at some characters jess you're in the show yeah who do you play in the show i play a teacher i'm a jellyfish teacher so you are a jellyfish or you are teaching the no, tamariki jellyfish no, i'm the jellyfish okay there's also a teacher okay and the children i'm teaching are some pufferfish and mermaids oh nice okay and um, you're called miss finn miss finn yeah miss finn the jellyfish miss finn the jellyfish she hasn't got any fins or she's yeah. a jellyfish though. well you may 
discover that she does. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just being silly. It is a great name. I'm interested to see you portraying a jellyfish. Yeah. Obviously, this is radio, but I can confirm that Jess is, in fact, not a jellyfish. She's yeah. a person. Yeah. I feel like your costume department have their work cut out for them. Oh, they've done amazing. Oh, look, Claire Field um, oh. has done our costumes for us. Claire is absolutely amazing, as Jess said. Yeah. She works so hard, but she also gets the creative story that I'm trying to tell. So mm. that's why she and I work very well together. This play was originally scheduled to be staged in 2021 and we were rescheduled to stage it the following year and had some dramas around that. So Claire actually started making the costumes way back at the beginning of 2021 and she met the challenge that most of the cast who were children had all grown. Oh, um, gosh, you don't even think about that. No, no, and people that were five and very tiny are now mm. seven or going on eight and other people have also grown but she's just adapted things and her creativity is bar none yeah. she's brilliant okay see so don't go for the play just go for the costumes no yeah, i'm kidding absolutely <laughs> no i just go for the costumes they are amazing they are, like all yeah. the roles i have all the other people's roles like they look amazing yeah. in costume. very colorful yeah, I mean, it is a bit of an undertaking because, um, you know, delving into the blurb a bit more, this yes. play is set between the sea yes. and land. Yeah, yep. that's right. And so you've got... Wait, are there any humans in the show? There aren't, eh? Hey? No. Everyone's no. either, like, sea creature or, like, land-dwelling creature, right? Correct, yeah. And birds. Yeah. Um... Birds are the best in the show, by the way. <laughs> oh, you, so are you also a bird? Yeah, I'm a pukiko. Oh, okay. <laughs> there I've got a pukiko chick, too. He's pretty cute. In oh, yes, he is. Um, we, so we've got... Under the sea in a Mer Kingdom, a transitional area that I think I'd describe as forest yeah. and then a bog swamp. And the mysteries of the bog swamp will be revealed. Yeah. But we are very definitely three different types of environments. Yeah. And because the main kind of quest in the play, right, yes. is uh, Princess Miriam. Yes. Mermaid. Yes. Is, uh, there's an earthquake and she's thrown out of her sea kingdom yes, onto land and right. she's like trying to find her way back home. Yes. Chaos ensues. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Jess gets in a flap. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, and so you've got quite a lot of young people in the cast. Yeah. I cut, there are 18 um, people in the cast okay. and they range in age from six through to 70 something okay. and we have children from the stories of more drama school and then we also have adults from the um, Hamilton acting fraternity a number of well-known people yeah. and alumni from the drama school <laughs> so Jess yeah. is one of them yeah because I was going to say this isn't your first um time with uh, performing with Stories and More, is it, Jess? No, it's not. You've done a few? Oh, no, I only did the one. I did the Andrikin in 2019? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then I did the makeup for the Snow White and the Seven That Pirates. still counts. You're saying you only did I one. Know, You're still I doing the mahi, bro. I didn't perform. I'm a performer at heart. Oh, well. It's actually quite exciting because we've been going for, tw this is our 12th year of, yeah. ex of existence. And I look back over the previous shows that we've done 
in those 12 years and I look at some of the cast members and we've got someone who was I think seven when they joined mm. and they've done at least five shows um, mm. and grown-ups that have started off I'm thinking particularly of Greg McCallum started off as a parent helper and um, then got into doing some stuff on stage and now has um, one of the stalwarts of stories and more mm. and um it's quite a family affair as well. It is. In the sense that, like, um, oh, no, I've already said that you're my mum. It's apparent. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I've, I've done my time with Stories and More you on have. and off stage. And um, my sister, a friend of the show, Missy Mooney, actually helped you write this play, right? She did. She mm. did. Um, I actually wrote the play originally in 2005 yeah. and then found when I revisited the script in 2020, mm. 2021, that it needed a revision to bring it up to date. And also I only wanted a one act, one hour show. Yeah, so was the original was like a... It was a two-hour musical, musical, yes. So um, Missy and I sat down and over some months um, worked with each other, which was actually a really lovely experience. I love working in that way with Missy. Um, She's very clever and we balance each other off. Mm. um, I feel the same. I feel like Missy and I balance each other out a bit as well. So we... um, we created this new version, which which I'm absolutely delighted with. Um, and then, of course, my husband, your dad, Owen, mm. is in the cast. Friend was, of the show. Yeah, he was one of the um, founding members as well. Um, and then your grandchildren. My grandchildren, Olive and Thomas Mooney, are, mm. are in the cast. But then we've got other family groups like Jess here. you got some siblings in the show, yeah, eh? Yeah, both my younger sisters are in it with me. And yeah. have they done um, stories and more shows before as well? Yeah, so Georgia did a... F- she started... The one after Theandrican, which was that one? Snow White, Snow White and the Seven Pirates. Yeah, she did that yeah. one. And then Eden had done the one before Theandrican. The Magician's Nephew. Yeah, that was the first one she was yeah. in. So she started doing the drama classes and yeah. then we all hopped on board because oh, we're it's great. theatre yeah. family. Yeah. Theatre family is like forever. Oh, so yeah, <laughs> honestly. Yeah. And then that's the thing, like you guys are literally family, but then... I feel like stories are more as a collective. Yeah, it's a family. family. Yeah. 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 The amount Um, of times that the term theatre family or theatre whanau comes up on as the ticket. It's so special. Um, Then we've got the McCallums. We've got Greg, who's on stage for this, and his son... Alex, who's hmm. also on stage, and his wife, Alex's mum, does the photography for yep. us, Fiona. And then we've got a stage manager. Um, Laura, is, right? Is Laura. Yeah, yeah. Purvis is the niece of our um, sound and lighting operator, Paul Purvis. Oh, um, so nice. It is so cool. Paul Purvis was one of our founder members way back in 2012. So it's just lovely to just to keep that going on. Um, mm. I'm trying to think if there are any other families. I think that's, that's it. Um, We've got families helping behind the scenes of the students who are in the cast. So yeah. Um, oh, Courtney and Wolf. Oh, of course. Yeah, Courtney. Yeah. And not Jeremy. just Courtney and Wolf, but mm. Dr. Jeremy Mayle. Um, Jeremy and Horomono Horo mm. um, have very kindly um, dedicated their time to creating our music for this show. Um, we first worked together for 
for Snow White and the Seven Pirates back in 2020. Mm. And we just work very well. I can send Jeremy a script with comments such as how I want to feel, how mm. I want the music to feel. And, and he just comes up with yeah. the most amazing stuff. I can't wait for people to hear it. It's just brilliant. I mean, it's it's quite nice. I mean, the idea of theatre for families made by families. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. not shading on the people um, <laughs> who don't have family members involved in some yeah. other capacity. Like, yeah. yeah. But yeah. You, you pick up what I'm putting down, yeah. right? Oh, and Eamon Jeffries, his mm. son Atticus, is helping mm. with props. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh. So... Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna try and quiz you on the entire cast because, <laughs> as you informed me, there's quite a few of you. Yes, eighteen. But yeah, um, if you've been to a stories and more show before, definitely some familiar faces. Absolutely. I would say because I mean, everyone everyone does one and then they always come back. That's right. Not necessarily yeah. straight right away, but they always come back. Yeah. Um, you know, which is one of the uh, magical things about stories and more. That's right. Um, okay. Well, I, you know, I want to get into kind of the rehearsal process and because you, you talked about how this one's been in the works for literal years, mm. thanks COVID. But yeah. before I do that, I'm going to break for a song. And I felt a bit of pressure today because I've got the Queen in the studio. <laughs> Jess, no. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I'm like, oh, what song fits with having your mum on your radio show, but also the Magic Power Show? And so I've gone for a Queen song called um, A Kind of Magic. Yes. Magical, and I know Mum loves Queen. I do. So um, enjoy this one, and we'll be right on back. Magic. It's a kind of magic. A kind of magic. One dream, one soul, one prize, one goal. One golden glance of what should be It's a kind of magic One shaft of light that shows the way No mortal man can win this day It's a kind of magic The bell that rings The doors of time, away 
Elder, welcome back to That's the Ticket with uh, me, Hannah Mooney. And uh, I've been having a good kind of first part of the show, uh, catching up with some people from the uh, Magic Power Shell, which is uh, Stories and More's latest uh, production. Um, they're back for their 12th year and uh, bringing a new show and even more magic to Kiri Kiri Roa with the Magic Power Shell, a story of friendship, family and forgiveness for ages five and up. That's on the money, eh, Mum? Absolutely. Um, I've been uh, talking about uh, talking about the Magic PowerShell with uh, my mum, Cecilia Mooney, aka co-writer and director of this show, and uh, cast member Jess. And uh, Jess, would you say that my description of the show was apt just then? No. 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 Why is it not? I don't know. Like oh. that is. But in my mind, I see it differently. But that's, I think it's because I'm in it. Okay. Please, please, by all means, correct me. How do you see it differently? I don't know. I just... Ah, it's so weird because in my mind, I see it so much differently from how someone who's watching it says it. Yeah, fair. Because, like, I see all the stuff that Cecilia puts into it mm. and all the little things she'll add along the way. Mm. Okay. I'll allow it. <laughs> but I think the the story, the itself, story though, itself is yeah. about yeah, family, family and love and yeah. forgiveness and questing and finding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, and you've got some young people in the show. We have young yes. people can come and see the show. Absolutely. The yes. she the show is opening at the Meteor next week, running from the twenty seventh to the thirtieth of September, with a mixture mixture of daytime and evening performances. And um, you guys have actually already sold out a show, right? We have. Yeah. Very exciting. We've sold out the Thursday ten thirty show, so that's the Thursday morning on the twenty. Um, eighth. Yeah, but forget that, people, because you just want to deal with the 27th, 29th and 30th because you can get tickets to those yeah. um, days. But, I mean, congratulations on uh, selling out, Mum. Thank you. Thank you. And I guess, Jess, no pressure there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Performing to a sold-out audience. But, I mean, I feel like that's kind of a bit of a reoccurring theme with stories and more. Yes, it does You happen. guys do like to sell out. Mm, and, mm. I mean, I guess it's... Uh, it's it, it's such a it's such a weird thing. I feel like I always talk about this on that the ticket. But when you're in a show, you're always striving for it to sell out. But yes. then as soon as it's sold out, you worry that people have missed out. That's Does that right. make sense? Yeah, that's right. Um, I think um, probably for me, something that's really really important and has been important right from the beginning um, is my goal, and that's to make live theatre accessible to children, mm. young people. 
and to watch and to participate in both on stage off stage and to do that um i really do make ticket prices accessible mm. um and actually on that note you've got uh tickets 15 dollars for adults yeah. 10 dollars for children yeah. Fano pass which is four tickets for 42 dollars and That's there's right. a minimum you only have to have one adult it That's doesn't right. have to be like two adults one adult and, two and kids. three kids yeah, yeah yeah and i think these days there's so much good theater going on mm. but as a mother of five, um, back in the day when our children were all at home and we were paying for them, you have five children, you can't afford bigger prices um, mm. or even $100 plus for mm-hmm. things like the Disney shows, yeah, yeah. which are very good. But yeah, we just want our community to be able to come and see good quality theatre for children well and it's highly likely that with this one if i'm now i'm going into a like a a kid's perspective Mm. as you'll go along and probably see someone from your school yeah yeah because you've got so many kids in there yeah 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 and um it it comes from your drama classes right yes yeah and so um jess did you ever do the drama classes yeah you did yeah yeah Mm. okay and your siblings yeah yeah they're still doing it Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And so your drama classes operate, you know, in the school terms. And then people in the classes have the option to then be in the show. That's right. Mm. Um, The drama classes are on Mondays Mm. and we have different classes for different age students, Mm. children. And we have at least one performance opportunity a year Mm. and every child who comes to a class is able to participate in some way Mm. in the show so we don't audition as such um, but we do um, find that just about everybody does want to be in the show but it's Mm. okay if not everybody does yeah you've got to work up to it that's right yeah and I mean that's my thing because I'm in such a theatery family yeah and I'm not particularly comfortable on stage these days. I mean, I'm not mm. uncomfortable, but like I haven't been. Last show I was on stage and was the Stories More show. Actually, <laughs> and I was in the back were. end of a camel. <laughs> that was the last time I was on stage. You were oh. also in The Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe and The Magician's Nephew yeah. as Mrs. B. I know, it was an unbelievable performance. <laughs> yeah. and, and it was after you were that. You wonderful. It was after that, I'm like... I'm never going to top this. <laughs> uh, this this is the highlight of my career. I'm going to stop it there, Aww. start my podcast, and then I can just talk about people being in shows. Yeah. And actually, Jess, remind me, who did you play in Theandrican, if you even remember? I was actually thinking about this the other day. I was driving home from rehearsal, and I was yeah. like, what was the name of the two characters? I was, um, I think I was Sybil, right. or I was Boris. It was one of the two. So okay. I was like the bad guy's little sidekicks but the comedic relief yeah. oh, okay so me and Amelie we were Sybil and Boris and we oh, nice. stage, but I don't know which one I was you were very very funny yeah. you were great together yeah. no idea which one I was I was yeah. Take a wild guess. Some days I'm Sybil, some days I'm Boris. <laughs> and now the student has become the teacher because yep. you're playing a teacher. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, it's 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 good that you get to kind of play vastly different roles. I mean, mm. that's the thing with stories the more no show is ever the same. That's and it's right. like one year you'll see someone 
Like, we take Greg McCallum, right? I've seen him be a bad guy. I've seen him be a good guy. I've seen him be crew. I've mm. seen him be a tree. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. very diverse <laughs> yeah. um, performer. Yeah. And I think that's part of teaching the craft of theatre, teaching mm. that theatre isn't just about not everyone wants to be a performer. So you can give people the opportunity to perform on stage, sure, mm. and they can find and slot into what sort of role they most feel suited to and what they prefer. But then you can find that some people suddenly do backstage and they found their place, that mm. they love the organisation required and the way that you plan for backstage. Yeah. Uh, everything or from or you help out with makeup and realise your calling is being on stage, right, Jess? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, I mean, it's a skill. I always, again, I keep just like saying things I've already said on that's the ticket, but it keeps coming up as mm. I'm like, I think it's good if you're a performer to kind of air quote, see how the other half lives. I yeah. So. Have a go at doing backstage because then you kind of get a better understanding of what else is going around. And, yeah. you know, I always tell the cast or the children that we're like a jigsaw mm. and you can't get a complete puzzle unless you've got every piece. Yeah. And I can't abide people that measure the value of their role by the quantity of lines they've been given no. and consider themselves to be a star because, in my mind, every single person on and off stage is a star. I have been in a few stories more shows and not had a single line and stole the show. Absolutely. As yeah. the back end of a two-person camel. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know. Camilla. Oh, <laughs> gosh. Um, hey, you know. It's great. It was a good experience. And um, I guess, you know, we've been talking about kind of all the cogs. Mm. And so now I want to ask you guys a bit more about your rehearsal process because before we broke for that song earlier, I was like, it's been, you know, this mm. has been a long time coming. Sure. So, and because you've got, you know, the drama class students element mm. of it, like when did you start? Sure. Um, we started rehearsing... I started rehearsing with some people in June mm. and then brought everybody on board in July. So we've actually had a relatively short rehearsal period in comparison to some people, but we're quite intensive. Mm. Um, we will work for multiple hours during the day on a Sunday yeah. and then we'll have um, a weekday evening and then a weekday after school afternoon and mm. the beauty of the after school one is that you can get all the children including the ones who are quite young and have to go to bed about seven o'clock mm. so you can work from say four and get quite a lot done yeah. um, the disadvantage is that we don't have the adults but then it means the adults aren't waiting around where I'm going over and over scenes and mm. just fine-tuning those. So then coming together as a whole group on a Thursday, we'll generally do whole group scenes first and then the littlies or the younger people get collected by 7, 7.30 and then we carry on. And then Sunday during the day, we don't have to worry about bedtimes and we just um, include a shared afternoon tea and just have... Have fun. Yeah. We also have a few Saturdays as well where we've got together and had a shared lunch. Yeah. And that fosters a feeling of whānau and mm. community within the group, and I think that's really important. Yeah. yeah. Oh, geez, you weren't lying when you said intensive, though. 
Yeah, it is intensive. We haven't always had such a short period of time, mm. but um, I was just looking at what we needed to get through and how best to do it, and this seemed to be the best fit. Mm. Yeah. So no, and I can actually you know fact check with one of your actors, but mm. no, like how's how's um from your perspective, how have rehearsals been going, Jess? They're good. Yeah, like. Because I do every rehearsal, even with the drama class. Oh, kids. nice. I come in and do You that. pop in. She yeah. does. How She's good. Because um, I've got course during the day and work at night, so it's just mm. like the perfect time to slot in. Mm. You know? What's the course you're doing? A diploma in hotel management. Yo, yeah. okay. Cool. So when we go on tour, we'll get you to organise our accommodation. <laughs> you yeah. But yeah, like doing it on a Monday with the kids and just going over... The rehearsals, like you see how much they grow mm. as well, That's and like phenomenal. they they grow yeah. into their characters. Yeah. Like even yeah. the younger ones, like Scarlett, like she always mm. comes out and she starts off. She started off and she'd like put on like a real baby voice kind mm. of thing, you know. And then as she went through, Cecilia would be like, "Make sure we have our big girl voice, you know, big girl voice." And she just grew and she takes it with her mm. as she goes, and it's so cool. That's the thing about like Tamariki, right? Mm. Is everyone's there's a phrase don't work with kids or adults and I'm like absolutely not because as an adult and I don't know if you taught Toku this Jess but when you see kids putting in the mahi and working really hard you're like They've set the bar up here. Yeah, yeah, I totally. need to meet that. Like That's it's right. it's quite inspiring almost. I think yeah. um <laughs> one thing that never ceases to amaze me and that is quite difficult for adults, the children are like sponges and mm. they will sit through rehearsals and before you know where you are, someone in the adults might need a prompt and there's a young child of seven or eight or nine piping up the lines they've yes. just, oh, just, just absorbed all the lines and I must say I must say a really special mention to Wolfgang oh, Mayo mm. he has just about memorised everybody's lines from the entire show so he's been our rehearsal understudy for, for every everyone. role That's, um... including the adult roles he is I can't wait for the future to cast him in a real meaty role he's yeah, he'll brilliant. do amazing he will yeah I mean that's the thing. Kids and learning lines. I'm like, oh, I, I, I didn't realise how how good I had it as a kid until I'm an adult and I yeah. fathom them. I don't even have to learn lines anymore. Yeah. But yeah. even thinking about trying to learn lines, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm too old. <laughs> I think I think it also takes a special sort of adult to work with children, and that's yeah. why I'm so pleased that we've got the adults that we have because not mm. only are they seasoned actors um, with good experience, but they are mostly parents mm. and they have also the nature, the nature to understand that for a child, that child needs the... Um, reassurance of the same person delivering lines mm. opposite them. You need the consistency. You mm. do. Spatial awareness, you know, where they're standing on stage, how they're doing things. And so all of the adults are teaching the children. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it must good. be hard as a director, though, because if you forget blocking that you've set, it's highly mm. likely a kid will be like, well, actually, yeah, oh, every time. Well, that's what I do as Miss Finn. I'm always bringing the fish around and like rearranging them on yes. stage. Yeah. And then I'll bring one of them over and Georgia, my little sister, but no, we're not meant to go here. We're meant to go over here. And I'm like, no, we're going to stand here You're for like, now. I'm the teacher now. <laughs> you listen have, to me. Have I've you got like a... 
Have you got like a solid teacher voice? Oh, I have one she's like one line. <laughs> I come out and you I say a, something, and it's just you need to weave the clap the I know. into the show. <laughs> we were doing that at rehearsal the yeah. other day, and Eamon didn't know what we were doing. Oh. We all were like, "This he goes, what are you guys doing?" And I'm like, "It's like the teacher clap." Yeah. And he's like, "I what?" You should have written it in, Mum. I think that um, going back to what you just said about remembering blocking and the yes, kids yeah, always yeah. remember. I learnt some time ago to write it down. So my script, my master script, has got everything on it. Is it um, just a bit of a mess? No, it's a very neat and tidy <laughs> with different columns and different oh, colours okay. as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, different colours for different things. Um, I learnt a lot from David Sidwell actually. Oh he, yeah, he taught me a lot. Yeah. Okay, so you you know we've we've gathered you guys have been rehearsing quite intensively. Yes, and um, you know you're in the school holidays. Yeah. So how long do you spend in the in the space or the theatre before you kick off? Um, well, we pack in on Sunday, mm. and our first show is on Wednesday. Oh, okay. So the Monday, because um, will you rehearse during the day? We'll rehearse in the afternoon because, of course, the the adults Mm. are at work. Um, So in the past, we have had a little bit longer. We've had, I think, once when we did The Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe because of Mm. the nature of that two-act play, um, we actually had about five days, six days before we opened softly on a Friday. Um, But, no, we've rehearsed so intensely we'll... We're having a rehearsal on Saturday, so mm. we'll have that before we pack in. And then hopefully after pack in later on in the afternoon on Sunday, we'll be all ready to go. Because it is, it is quite nice that it's in the school holidays, not only from the perspective that it's giving, you know, activities for yeah. people in the school holidays to come and see it, but then also for people involved yeah. who aren't at school, it's yeah. the opportunity to have something to do during the school That's holidays. That's right, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm going to ask you a question that, probably is the worst but i'd like to ask it and it's um you know i like to ask people especially when they're nearing you know opening mm. you guys ready for that next stage you ready to get in yes definitely definitely okay. yeah i can't wait to get mm. in there are a number of scene changes and things which the actors won't be able to totally navigate in mm. advance so to get to the theatre get to the space and be able to grasp how things are set out more mm. visually um, yeah, I, think, I can't wait for that to yeah, see how it's set up yeah working with children you can show them pictures and diagrams yeah, of but the until set, it's right there until it's real yeah and of course the costume changes um, yeah. We're so blessed to have a really lovely group of helpers, and mm. that time in the theatre is as much a rehearsal for the crew and the helpers backstage and lighting and sound as it is for the actors. Should we call them costume changes or species changes? Because <laughs> oh, it's a species you're, change yeah, you're for going, sure. You're going from a fish to a bird, so jellyfish. <laughs> and back again. Way. Jellyfish. Um, <laughs> okay. Well, um, I've got a break for a very important segment on the show. Mum, you'll know what time it is. Jess, this may be new to you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but And to other listeners, if you're like, what's Hannah talking about? It's uh, time for Rick's pick. Yay! Um, and so Hi, basically Rick. how this works is I have an Uncle Rick, um, Mum's brother actually, and he's a great uncle, great listener of music um, and radio. That's the ticket's number one fan. 
Um, and when he found out I was starting That's the Ticket here on Free FM, he's like, okay, Hannah, I'm going to give you a list. And every week he can play Rick's Pick, pick a song off the list, play it. And every week I have. And um, Uncle Rick, I want to clarify that mum does not know what today's pick is, correct? No. no. I, I want to, She asked me what songs I was going to play, and I'm like, I'm not going to tell you what it's Rick's pick is. It's a she secret. Did too, yeah. <laughs> but I'm, I'm hope, I almost want to play it without introducing it. But I, I will introduce it. Um, this one came on the latest list, and I've been saving it for someone special like Jess. And um, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's a um, it's a Kate Bush song. It's it's called Wuthering Heights. Oh, <laughs> good one, Rick! It's such a good one, and I'm like, oh, this will be good for Mum. Because I sing along. No, um, no. <laughs> I just I can't remember. There was just a time where we were together, and you did a really good impression of Kate Bush singing that. this song. Yeah. And so I'm like, this is good a time as any to pull out this Rick's pick. So um, here's Wuthering Heights. Cheers, Uncle Rick.
Hi, it's me, Kathy. I've come home. <laughs> that was uh, this week's uh, Rick's pick. Uh, you can hear uh, one of my guests today, my mum, having a cheeky cackle in the background. And uh, Jess Titchener is here. Kilda Jess. You haven't Kilda. left. I haven't left. I've been here the whole time. Yeah, she's been here the whole time. Um, she's she's going to stay for this last part of the show, which is quite nice. Yeah. Thank you. It's all right. <laughs> Um, we've been, you know, we've been uh, having a deep dive, pun intended, into uh, <laughs> the magic power shell. And uh, now I want to take a step away. Uh, I like to be cheeky, even though, you know, you guys are getting really close to crunch time. Mm. So probably the main focus create- creatively is this show. But I always like to ask people if anyone's got anything else on the books. Coming up. <laughs> Jess, you got anything coming up? Absolutely not. <laughs> no way. I'm at school and work most of the time. But you're doing this. Yeah, I've made time. I, I told my boss I can't work Mondays and Thursdays oh. and I'm going to take a week off for this show. I was like, no, look, Cecilia has told me I need to do the show, so I've got to do it. And he's like, oh, whatever. And it's all worth. Yeah. And mum? Well, I have already started writing my next show. (laughs) Really? I have. In fact, I have two ideas for shows that are both on the boil at the same time. And one of them, I really think it's time for Camilla to make a comeback. (laughs) And that's all I'll say. I'm retired. I Um, think some people might have to come out of retirement, but I'm not going to say any more about about Why? those it's, two it's plays. Just us. No one else is listening right now. It's, it's just the three of us. We're just having a chat. I love the magic of the suspense and the surprise. I mean, fair. I got a fish, pun intended, um, for uh, the tea on TTT because I'm all about getting the inside s- scoop, getting the gossip, uh, seeing, pun intended, oh. um, uh, what I can get out of people. But I'll, I'll give you that. Thank you. Um, so, I mean, stories are more. You're in your 12th year. No sign of slowing down? Absolutely not. No. Okay. You heard it here first on That's the Ticket. <laughs> <laughs> stories and more. Uh, the Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> no, I, I, I kid. And, um, okay. So, Jess, this is your second show. Yes. Mum, how many shows total do you know have that stories and more have done? How many shows? Yeah, yeah. Um, you can count aloud <laughs> if you need to. I realise I'm putting on the spot. She's just counting furiously on her head right yeah, now. Yeah, her lips moving and everything. It's just no noise. 14. 14. 14 okay. different um, titles. Okay. Um, yeah, and we've done them at the Meteor mostly. Yeah. But we've done also some performed the garden, at though. the Gardens Festivals. Mm. And we went on tour. Oh, that's right. We went on tour in 2015 with... Um, Jack and the Bean Store, yeah. and we went to Teawamutu. Yeah, yeah, and we took cast, costumes, set, props, multiple vehicles, helpful parents, and we had a ball. Thank goodness for helpful parents. Eh? Absolutely. Mm. Thank goodness for everyone that helps. Yeah, literally uh, to all the helpful parents uh, listening, um, whose uh, tamariki are involved in the show. Thank you. 
Yeah. Because it's a thankless job being a theatre taxi. Well, everyone involved with the show is a volunteer. Mm. So I'd like sincerely to thank them for their generosity, giving the gift of their time, mm. um, expertise and creativity. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, the the whole co-papa of Stories More is it's that community theatre. It's giving young people the chance yeah. Yeah. to do stuff. Yeah. And... Um, Anyone else you'd like to thank? Yeah, I mean, we couldn't do what we do without the generosity and the help of all the people you've just mentioned, you know, the mm. parents and Farno. But to stage a show does cost money and mm. because we keep our costs low and because we want people to be able to afford to come, um, we do from time to time apply for a grant and this year we were absolutely blessed and blown away by the generosity of um, the Creative Communities Scheme here in the Waik mm. Waikato. Um, Kia ora CCS. Yeah, they... they um, <laughs> Gave us a donation which will enable us to, you know, pay our theatre hireage and, and technical time. Yeah, do the things, do what we need to do, and um, yeah, it. I I feel very grateful in a from the bottom of my heart for that. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's yeah, it's it's great. That's things like CCS exist. I think I so. believe the latest round has closed, but if you're listening and you have a creative endeavour that you'd like support or funding for, mm. um, check out the Creative Waikato website and more information on the uh, creatives, uh, Creative Community Scheme can be mm. found there. Mm. There we go. Um, okay. I felt like we almost just went into, like, Oscar speech territory. <laughs> you know, do you ever, like, yeah, watch award like shows it. and, like, imagine what you would say? Yeah. Have you have you got your speech? Is it like in yeah, it's my head? Okay. Do you want to? No, no, I feel like I feel like it's a secret for me to do a shower every night, and the more I do it, the more I add on to it. Okay. I tell you what, though, I I also while I am thanking people in mm. my Oscar moment is thank the team at the Meteor because you know they run a great ship and mm. their support is also significant because of the way that they guide and they take responsibility for certain aspects mm. and um, and you too Hannah you've supported me with things like publicity and taken me into realms that I'm not very experienced with and you've helped me so I oh, appreciate it's that purely so I can brag about it on that specific. <laughs> I mean th big thanks to you too for joining me on the show mm. I mean mum it's been fun you couldn't say no because you're my mum. And so if I asked you and you're like, no, I'm not going to do that, I'd be like, um, excuse me, but Jess, thank you so much for making time. Yeah, that's all right. As, as we're aware, you don't have a lot of it. Yeah, I changed my start time at work today. Oh, my goodness. I actually, the thing is, the problem is with work is I start, I have a start time and I just turn up when I feel like it. <laughs> okay, so. you're going to say that on radio? Yeah, well, it's a two o'clock start. <laughs> okay, it's all coming out. That's the tea I was looking for, Mum. Where are you? Um, <laughs> I'm just celebrating our show. Did you get what oh, I did there? I did. You normally do the puns, but I did yeah. a pun. Okay. Um, all right. Well, now I'm going to put the focus back on me and uh, go into upcoming events. Last segment here on That's the Ticket. So you guys can just have a chill. Feel free to chime in. I don't know. No one ever does, but if there's ever anything you want to plug, go for it. 
Um, but here's some of the stuff coming up around Kirikiriroa in the not-so-distant future. Stories and more is set to be making a splash of these school holidays with their production of the Magic PowerShell running from the 27th to the 30th of September with a mixture of daytime and evening performances. Find out more and your tickets at themeteor.co.nz. And uh, on the topic of the meteor, actually, uh, carving a nice theatre, have the manic monologues mum being like, yes, in the background, um, opening tonight, actually, um, at 7.30pm. They have the uh, magic, sorry, the manic monologues uh, is running from the 19th to the 23rd of September with 7.30pm shows. Full details and tickets are at themeteor.co.nz. I must add, because you said nobody ever does, but I really highly recommend anything that Carving and I do. Mm. Well worth going. Book your tickets. Talk to you that. Had the privilege of uh, catching up with a couple of cast members on uh, That's the Ticket last week's episode, I believe. Um, get along. It's, um, it's a beautiful play. That's mm. all I'll say on that. Um, and then over at Clarence Street Theatre, um, they're... Um, set to make a splash as well with The Little Mermaid Junior running the 6th to 8th of October with 11am and 2pm performances full details and tickets are at Ticketek and then over at Riverley Theatre <clears throat> Hamilton Playbox's Popcorn by Ben Alton is popping in over the 7th <laughs> to 21st of October with 7.30pm shows and there's a couple of 2pm matinees thrown in there too full details and tickets at iTicket there we go it's a big list. I, I feel like the list always gets longer, and I feel like I always have to say I'm not a definitive guide of all the cool creative happenings in Hamilton because mm. that would be an entire episode because there's always something on it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but seeing as we're nearing uh, the end, I've got one last question to ask you guys. It's my latest segment. Um, I've spent the last almost hour getting the tea from you guys, and so now I want to ask you, how do you take your tea? So if you're going to have a cup of tea, oh. how do you like it? Black, no milk, no sugar. Black, no milk, no sugar? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay. Haven't had that one before. Yeah. What What brand of tea? Um, The one my nan buys. Oh. Okay. Children nan. I don't know which one she gets. Okay. So, and I'm living in a different house from her at the moment, so I just am not drinking any tea. How long oh. have you had black tea? Um, I actually started doing it. When I went down to Invercargill a few years ago and I wanted to prove to my cousins that I was better than them because they're rugby boys and to do that <laughs> I started drinking my tea with no milk or sugar. It's like a teenager. Yeah, would have been about 14, 15. I'm like an ageing millennial and I'm like, no, nope. <laughs> it needs to at least be a shug. Um it's actually not uncommon to have black tea. You think yeah, about she's lemon supporting me. wedges in I mean, she is tea. supportive. I mean, I support you. I love I, that I'm for sure. you. I just don't love it for me. <laughs> what happens if you have a biscuit? You Do you dunk. still dip it in the tea? Yeah. <laughs> Hold okay. I'm just going to have to go have a black tea after that. <laughs> okay. But um, if I do have milk in it, I put vanilla, so good, sweet milk in it. Okay. Ooh. All right. Nailed that question. Yeah. Um, Mum, how do you take your tea? I know, but <laughs> give, give the people what they I want. I take my tea 
generally very milky oh. and the equivalent of one sugar, which tends to be a sweetener tablet. Mm. Um, but I have also a great enjoyment of black tea or tea with zero milk but with lemon in it something mm. like earl grey at afternoon tea and time you've left something out but mum quite likes cold tea oh i do just you were mm. talking about how like it's hotter mm. your black tea whereas mum she will make a cup of tea forget about it or just leave it and then it'll be so cold and so milky um, but yeah, it's still nice, and I like iced tea in <laughs> yeah. the summer. Yeah, Shakes, iced tea yeah. in the summer's nice. Yeah. yeah, okay. So there you go. There we go. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna uh, play you guys out with a song that um, is a favourite of yours, Mum. <laughs> I don't know how you feel about it, Jess. We'll find out. Okay. Um, and it's a song by Six Sixty called Pepe Heart. Oh, I love this. I love song. You love it too. You're, everyone's on the vibe. Yeah. And um, I kind of have a rule on that's the ticket where I don't replay songs, but this is the exception. Oh. I have played this on that's the ticket before, and I have dedicated it to Mum. Thank you. Hannah. But I'm like, now that you're in here in person, I yeah. you know, I got to oh. I got to play it for you. And I don't know. I just felt like it was on theme. Oh, it's, thank it's a great you. vibe. And thank you so much for having us. Yeah, it's been thank great. You. We've enjoyed it. It's all good. Um. I look forward to seeing um, you on stage, Jess. I hope I don't get too jelly. Um, um, <laughs> trust. And, um, Mum, pleasure as always. But, um, yeah, until then, I'll be back with a fresh ep next Tuesday. And uh, Matiwa Etifano. Kia ora. <laughs>
episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices, or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.